0: what's up guys just row here and the shit i think about every day so today is an interesting day for me um i don't know the whole uh phasing process for the reopening of of uh businesses and stuff is coming up this week uh starting next week you know the first week of june And definitely, definitely a lot of anxiety about that. Um, I kind of wanted to go into the whole uh, part of the series that I'm doing here, the next uh, 10 to 11 weeks of anxiety. And I had overheard a um, news briefing that Cuomo did in New York, and he had Mentioned a website that's called howareyoureally.org and uh, one of the things he said that actually resonated with me is that uh, one of the things that people do a lot, uh, it's part of, you know, normal salutation is, hey, how are you? How are you doing? Um, That's become something that I do more recently, I guess, or more frequently recently. Uh, It used to be a big thing for me to not do that because I didn't like the fact that people never really told you how they were even though you asked them and it's funny because my dad and I used to get into fights about this but you know I was an angry teenager also so I'm sure that's part of it but um you know he'd be like good morning and I'm like can't I just you know and I'd be like morning and he's like why can't you say good morning and I'm like because I don't want to I just want to say morning I am acknowledging the fact that it's morning I'm not a morning person, therefore, I will not say good. Granted, you know, 13, 14, 15 years old, um, that was my argument for the day. But um, I think a lot of people are just trying to get by with everything going on and that website, howareyoureally.org is a resource for people to go to to really um, express themselves so that other people can have the opportunity to, um, help themselves, I guess, uh, to know that there are other people out there that are feeling overwhelmed and sad and confused and, um, you know, fearful of what the future holds. Um, you know, for, for me, uh, I have to say, you know, I've been cracking jokes about it, but, you know, the change of scenery, or lack thereof, the change of scenery between the day job and, you know, my personal business has been, um, I don't know, wearing on me a little bit more lately just because I feel like things that I do for either uh, is is more along the lines of like kind of busy work. Lately, you know, during the day job, we've been bidding these projects and because everything that's going on, things are opening up now. Um, these bids are kind of getting kicked down the road. And it's like, you know, we put all of our resources into ramping up and getting everything together for a bid, which means other things go on a back burner, right? And all of a sudden the bid pushes two weeks. And um, I don't I don't know if any other estimator out there keeps track of this stuff, but I don't... Like, when a bid pushes, I, I keep track of, like, where the date was that it pushed. But to some extent, you kind of you know, forget, you might forget what that job is by the time it comes back around. So I always have to get back into it and, you know, where did I leave off? Did I finish soliciting the subs? Did I finish, uh, you know, did we get everybody everybody we needed to invited? Is there any scope that I missed? Um, So it's been really nerve-wracking and then there'll be weeks where, like, we get ramped up You know, we've got nine bids going in and we get ramped up and we're dialing it in and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden they all get pushed except for one. And it's just crazy. And then uh, in terms of the business, in terms of the business, um, you you can probably tell I am like just so out of it today. I don't know what it is. Um, But in terms of the business, you know, getting ramped up, it's like how much Should I prepare when I don't have any idea what kind of client tell I'm going to have? Um, I'm a pretty new business, and I'd have to say that less than half of the clients that I had when I originally started, which is only for a few months, are going to be um, coming back just because uh, we're only open for personal training at this time. Uh, And I'm sure not everybody, you know, I'm sure there's people out there that still have major reservations. I mean, I definitely do. you know, I had some crazy guy tell me he doesn't need personal training sessions. He just wants to use my equipment. And I was like, well, you know, quite honestly, like you're going to be taking time at, you know, that time slot, I kind of need to charge you for a personal training session. And frankly, my personal training session rates are very, 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 very reasonable. And he's like, that's too much money. I'm like, I get it, dude. But like, I got to clean up after you and sterilize everything. Like it's at some point in time, it's like, is my time worth it? Um, you know, and I know it's one thing to be a business owner and you, like to grind and do all that stuff. But like me opening up to this guy for, you know, like what, 10 bucks? It's I it wouldn't even be, even if it was like, even I charged him like a hundred dollars a month, like that would be a great rate if it was a group session, but it's not, it's personal. It's like, he's taking a slot and he's like, that's too expensive. I'm like, it's not too expensive for personal training. It's too expensive for your use, so you can wait it out or, you know, I'm like, I just offered it to you because it seemed like, you know, you're really jonesing for a workout. I mean, I don't know what else to say to the guy. Um, And quite frankly, if people have the means to afford something, um, I, I don't know that it would be an issue for him to be like, okay, well, I'll just buy a 10 pack of personal training sessions from you. And you know, I'll set up my appointment and just get it done. It all depends um on where everybody comes from, so anyways, you know, I'm just trying to plan ahead without spinning my wheels. Um, you know it's like I got a couple more benches I need to unpack. there's so a little bit of tidying up around the studio that I need to do, and it's like you know what is what is that? It's a couple hours worth of work like Do I need to break it up and go there, you know, for an hour or so every day? Or can I just pound it out one morning and it's like, I could totally do the latter. I don't need to do that. And I don't think that's procrastinating. I think it's just using your time wisely. But at the same time, until I do any of that stuff, I don't know what to do with myself. Um, I also have this feeling like it's kind of the same thing that people do right before they go on a diet, right, is, uh, you know, one last hamburger Or one last, you know, drink before lockdown, um, which I try to promote otherwise, just because, you know, you end up creating scarcity and then it just turns into a binge fest. But I just keep thinking to myself, like, once things get busy, like, I'm not going to have this opportunity to really sit here and like gather my thoughts and be creative. So I'm trying to do that now. But it's hard for me to be creative because I have so much anxiety. And our air just kicked on, so I'm sure it's going to sound like a whirlwind here. Um, I was going to sit in my hot car, but I decided not to. I thought maybe I'd treat myself to a little AC. Um, So, I mean, yeah. So, uh, something's got to give. Either I stop worrying about it and just deal with it, or... You know, deal with it as it comes and just kind of roll with the punches, which ideally that's what I do, anyways, when stuff happens. Um, You can only plan for so much, right? So, I don't know if you know I'm gonna be booked all next week or if I'm not, and if I'm not, like, what am I gonna do in the meantime? Just take it easy. Um, What are some other things I could be working on? Do I need to be working on anything else? I probably should. Just because, like, you got to constantly build a pipeline for marketing. Um, What else can I do for marketing? Uh, Does marketing even help? Uh, Another thing, too, like, I saw a post from one of the boxes I used to go to. And, I mean, I know he's not big on marketing at all. Like, he's definitely not one to go out. I don't know. I've talked to other coaches at his box, and we've talked about it. And it's like, he could be a lot better at marketing. And it just seems like he doesn't really take an interest in building his business. He's just kind of, like, doing what he can with Groupon. And, you know, Groupon brings in a few people. Okay, that's enough. I'll shut Groupon off. Um, so he literally just, like, shared his Groupon post that he had from, like, I don't know, four months ago. And then all of a sudden, like, obviously, I mean, that's great. He has supportive members. They all shared it. And they were, like, opens June 1st, da-da-da-da. And I was like, that's fantastic. Like, that's the best form of marketing. And I'm a little bit envious of that because I don't have that client base yet. Um, So being a new business, it's like, how do I make myself stand out from other places? And it's just about getting out there and meeting people and talking to people, except... I don't do a lot of that because I have a really busy schedule and I was all trying to, like, do the whole GOA, Chamber of Commerce thing, luncheon. But that fell through the cracks because, you know, COVID. So, like, how do you get out to meet people? And then I went to a virtual me- networking event that i have been meaning to go to. I might have talked about it before, but i have been meaning to go to it for, like, months. Ever since I heard about it and, like, this is great, I'm going to go. It's a perfect time in the morning where I can just get into work, you know, a little bit late. And I went to the first one. It was a virtual one. And it was just nothing but MLM people. It just pisses me off. Because it's like... You don't have the same risks that a regular business owner has. And I didn't understand that previously um, until I started my own business. And quite honestly, like even running wateration, my risks are much, much lower. Just because I didn't have any of that overhead. I didn't have... It was, it, it was both good and bad. It was bad because it was hard to set up appointments with people because when you're doing stuff like personal training and health coaching, it's nice to have a place to meet people and do your assessments in person for the local people. Um, and I didn't have that, so people were kind of put off by it. So now I have it because I need it because I'm a gym and, um, you know, and then COVID. So... It's crazy man it's a crazy wild ride and the only thing you can do is hang on I know that it's okay to feel this way and I know things are gonna get better right they can only get better I mean they could get worse but like worrying about what's gonna happen is not gonna help but I'll tell you today has been a doozy um for sure. It's been a major doozy. Uh, I've got my essential oils going, which is making it a little bit better. It smells good. It's a little bit uplifting. A um, little bit of citrus in there is always good for that fuzzy feeling. Um, I don't know. I'm supposed to do an online workout today. I am totally, completely worn out from yesterday with my training, my personal training which is not um, body weight training. It's... And I'm just... I just I, uh, I'm tired. Um, so, yeah. And then, of course, I'm sure like many of you, when you're kind of caught between two ends, like, uh, you know, you think, oh, what's, what's there to eat over there? <laughs> and, you know, can't do that or shouldn't do that. Or if I do, at least just make sure it fits in with my macros, which has been sort of okay, um, but yeah, I mean, everybody goes through this shit, right? Um, some are more vocal than others. I know my husband goes through it. He's probably the most level-headed guy out there, um, and anyone that says that they don't or you don't see that side of them, they just don't show it, and I think that's a little bit scary because, like, you can't be on all the time, and I remember... I think I mentioned this also before, one of my stories was, you know, when I went to go meet up with this guy from this, uh, interior design place, and he was just like, no one fucking cares about how you're feeling, you show up to those appointments with a smile on your face, and la-di-da, and it's like, I get it, like, I totally get it, I know how to, like, handle myself professionally, and, um be in those types of meetings and not be a Debbie Downer and be uplifting and encouraging about, you know, them wanting to improve their lifestyles and the design of their home and quality and time and all that stuff. I'm all about it. But also at the same time, if that client were to express anything, you know, personal that would require me to be empathetic and not necessarily bubbly and cheery about it, right? Right um, I'm going to show that side of me to show them, like, hey, I'm human, like, that fucking sucks what you just told me, and I'm sorry that happened to you, you know, I've, maybe I've been in a similar situation, and I can offer that, instead of just be like, oh, things will work out, that'll be okay, like, I'm going to be a real person with them, so, um, I don't, you know, just, I don't know, like, I think that that's like totally okay to do You can't be in a good mood all the time But you don't have to be uh, Fuck the world right There's a difference People that are like People that are constantly Ungrateful for The positive things or the good things in their life That's completely different Than somebody that is not In a happy mood all the time Does that make sense? I think so It's a big difference. Um, And quite frankly, people that just refuse to try to find any kind of joy in their surroundings and their relationships and their circumstances or to look at the silver lining. um, You know, I'll take a couple hits at them and try to cheer them up and show them the bright side and all that. But after a while, like, it's up to them. There's only so much you can do for those people right I mean there's not there's only so much you can do for them and I mean like now okay I'm all sullen and stuff but I'll snap out of it I know I will I mean even just now I'm sitting on my couch and I'm looking and oh I got caught in the rain a little bit I went for a walk too right because walking helps plus I had to mail out some postcards but you know I'm looking at outside and the sun's coming out it's getting nice grateful for that grateful you know and I just think about it I'm sitting on the couch it's a weekday I don't know it's pretty good but just a little overwhelmed so anyways guys so if you want to share it with me absolutely go right ahead let's set up a call let's talk about it let's find out how you really are um, and if you do need help go to howareyoureally.org and check it out man you know, there might be some resources there to really help you and, you know, we are in this together to some extent. I understand we're all in different levels depending on how much, you know, it affects us all differently in different ways, shapes, or forms, but we really are in this together and it's up to us to figure out a way out of it and to continue to do the baddest things we do as humans, right? I mean, that's what we do. We keep going, and history's going to be made. And we'll look back at this, you know, 10 years from now, just like we do anything, you know, tragic in our lives or any, like, big things between, you know, when the economy went down in 2006 and 2008, and then you had, you know, 9-11, and, I mean, we all look back, and it's like, man, where were you that day, you know? So this will it'll, it's just going to be another page in the history book. So don't let it ruin your life. Um... Do the best you can, and things will happen, no matter what. So, I'll talk to you guys later.